0: welcome to the front desk goddess diaries where we show you how to work smarter not harder because busyness does not equal profitability join our conversations where we show you how to decrease stress take more time off and have more fun hi my name is amy i'm a personal practice coach for the brady group and i've been in your shoes I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe. And you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental
1: practices, just like yours. So Kathleen is back as my co-host today. I am so happy to be back. It's very cold in Texas, and I think it's cold pretty much across the United States, but we are staying warm and cozy. We are, we have a major deep
0: freeze going on. So I'll bet everybody is pretty cold. Uh, Kathleen has been in sunny Las Vegas
1: for the last few days, so oh, yes. we missed her last week, but she is back I'm today. I'm back. I'm back and Amy. Guess what we're talking about today? What is our topic? We are talking about how to fill the doctor's schedule. That's right. Absolutely.
0: So maybe you're looking at next week and you're thinking, oh, dang, the schedule has way too many openings or maybe you had some patients call and move their appointment at the
1: last minute. Oh, a side note. Um, if you have last minute cancellations, please go back and listen to episode two of our podcast. It can help you um, with that very problem. Yeah. So first of all, I'm going to assume everybody has a great
0: system in place to follow up when it comes to unscheduled treatment and an effective recare system. Also today, isn't going to be about telling you how to utilize your software and and patient communication platforms, but more about having the right frame of mind when it comes to filling your
1: doctor's schedule. Okay, so what does that look like when you need a right mindset? What What can we do? We're going to talk about four components today, Kathleen. And okay. The first one
0: is don't panic or react out of fear. I think we do that most often uh, when we realize oh, we don't have anything in any production today. Mm-hmm. The second thing we're going to talk about is coming up with a plan um, as a team in your morning huddle as you start the day. Third thing is thinking big picture as you communicate with your patients. And fourth is not missing opportunities right in front of you. Okay. So let's talk about the first thing. Again, don't panic. It's so easy to react out of fear. Just take a deep breath and realize that what you see today doesn't have to define your entire month. In fact, I've seen Mediocre Month redeemed in just one day several times. Uh, Dr. Kurt Williams in Ellsworth, Kansas, he's one of our All Access members. He's been with the Brady Group for, oh my goodness, a long time. (laughs) And I can't tell you how many times Dr. Williams uh, has emailed me or called me and told me a story about how his team, uh, as he calls it, gets back to basics and they can take a day
1: and turn things around just based on their mindset. Mm -hmm. Just having that positive attitude. Well, okay, so if teams discussed in the morning huddle, what control they have have over the day, will that result in a favorable outcome? I mean, just trying to get positive? Well, what you said, Kathleen, is key, is
0: what do we have control over today? Um, What opportunities are available? What new patients do we have coming in? Uh, patients in the, the recare, um, on the recare schedule that have potential for treatment, et cetera. Um, I think also that the third thing is if we think big picture and at the end of the day, realize it's not just about adding emergency production or moving people up. That's something I think we typically do. I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing mm-hmm. to take a patient who's scheduled next week for treatment and move them up if they want to come in sooner. Uh, certainly do that. But, um, you know, let's also look at some ways to to minimize mediocre schedules in the future by helping your
1: patients think beyond the emergency. Right. Well, if your patients take the time to call you, schedule an appointment and actually show up. um, I mean, the chances are pretty great that they want something. It's kind of our job then to find out what it is they really do want.
0: Right. I think sometimes we act like we drag these people in off the street <laughs> and, you know, yep. they came to see you. Right. right. Uh, you know, we think sometimes, well, all they want is a cleaning, but why do they want their teeth clean? Do we understand what motivated them to do that? Patients all want teeth that look nice or mm-hmm. pain-free and last forever. And the misconception is that they want dentistry. Mm. They don't want dentistry, but they do want the benefits that dentistry offers.
1: Well, and if you feel like you're getting some resistance, I mean, most often it's because the patient might feel as if you're trying to sell them something Mm -hmm. by asking questions that maybe really don't apply to their particular situation. I mean, or at least maybe that's their perception. No one likes to be sold something when they're, you know, when they think they're there for another reason. That's
0: exactly right. And so, yeah, you know, we want to be cautious when we're asking questions. Make sure that we're following the patient and the questions that we ask fit their individual situation. For example, if you've got a patient there and they say, I just want a cleaning, and they haven't indicated a desire to do anything else, you probably don't want to say, uh, what do you want to
1: change about your teeth? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know right. I
0: mean? um, start with a more broad question.
1: Okay, so what are some examples of good starter questions that you know, just can kind of get the wheels turning without offending your patient or making them feel sold?
0: Well, that's a great question. And so here are a few uh, just asking patients simply, what's important to you when it comes to your teeth? Mm -hmm. Why is it important for you to get your teeth clean today? Uh, Other than a cleaning, how can we best help you? Even asking patients, how proactive do you want to be when it comes to your teeth? Well, are there questions maybe that you shouldn't ask then? Well, there are questions that we all have been brought up and trained to ask that really defeat um, this whole big picture mentality, and that might be asking a patient: Is anything bothering you? Anything hurting? Do you have any problems? Yeah, it kind of puts a bug in there, thing like, oh, well, should my teeth be hurting? Or oh, yeah. Well, exactly. What if what if some what if things aren't hurting, and they say, nope, just here for a cleaning, and then. Uh, you know, the hygienist looks in their mouth and it's just a train wreck. What do we do? And, you know, sometimes we hit a
1: wall with the responses patients give us. And many times it's because we've asked some of those questions Mm -hmm. or, or maybe that they've had a bad experience somewhere else and you don't know about it. And it's because of maybe that too. Okay. So what if a patient says, okay, nothing's hurting right now. I would say that's great. I'm so glad it's not
0: hurting yet.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> It's
0: no fun to have dental pain or, or issues. How interested are you in preventing those issues? If we could work with you to come up with a plan that helps you
1: avoid pain down the road, is that something you'd like to do? Okay. Or what if they just say, oh, my feelings are fine. I've had these for 20 years. They're great. They're holding up fine. <laughs>
0: I'd say, wow, it sounds like <laughs> you've really gotten your money's worth. How long do you expect them to last?
1: Okay. Yeah. What if... What about patients that maybe have more issues than they even realize? Um, maybe they say, I'm fine right now. I just want my teeth cleaned. And someone, what do you say to that when you know that there maybe they do have some underlying issues?
0: Right. Now, these are patients that we really need to get out of the present. They're the ones, like I mentioned earlier, that we don't want to be saying, what do you want to change about your teeth? Uh, it, it's basically, hey, we can certainly do that for you. How do you see us helping you down the road? Um, that's tough because you have to get them out of the present because otherwise they
1: feel all the constraints of of money and time that they, they currently feel. Well, and that makes it easier for them to open up and talk about really what's important to them and their teeth.
0: Registration is now open for our April 8th virtual Front Desk Goddess Retreat. It's an outrageously innovative event exclusively created for successful dental practices that want to minimize the hassles of insurance filing statement sending bad scheduling collections phone choppers, low case acceptance high overhead front desk bottleneck trouble and other stress monsters just call me amy at 800-592-7239 to register oh and you can mention this podcast and that'll save you fifty dollars on your registration So the fourth thing is make sure you don't miss an opportunity right in front of you. We get so distracted in the practice by putting out fires and being reactive that we miss what's happening right in front of us. And we actually create more work for ourselves by not being present. You know, today is the absolute best opportunity you have to fill the schedule with those patients that are, are physically in your office. And so let's talk about how to make the
1: most of those opportunities. First and foremost, focus on the patient in front of you. Okay, so does that mean that you don't answer the phone if you're interacting with the patient in the office? What, How do you handle that?
0: Great question, and I hear that quite a bit because here's what happens. The phone rings, you have a patient you're checking out, and so we um, answer the phone and then put that patient on hold while then we're checking out the patient. So now we've interrupted two patient mm-hmm. interactions. and you know, instead, uh, just don't do that. If you're checking a patient out or doing anything with any patient in the practice physically, then uh, let that phone go to voicemail or if someone else is able to pick that up.
1: So they need to be the number one priority. The people that are in front of you, the people that are leaving the message can wait and it's, you need to focus on the people that are right in front of you. Kind of going back to make the most of the present.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because then we, you know, we end up putting that patient on hold anyway, which is irritating. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest that you have a great message that uh, you change. An updated everything. message. Yes. yes. <laughs> Kathleen's had the opportunity to call a lot of dental practices and here's a lot of, They're still
1: messages. gone from COVID apparently according uh, to their message. No way. <laughs> yes. And I mean, they just need to update it because you know they're in the office. They just haven't thought about it or
0: I don't know. Change your message every day. and your daytime message ought to you know be something like, you know, welcome. You, or thank you for calling Dr. Brady's office. You've um, caught us in the office. We're actually helping another patient. I'm so sorry we missed you, but today is uh, February 10th. and if you'll leave your message, we will get back to you within the hour. Um, so they know, you know what day it is. They know it's not an old message. They know they're going to hear back from you that's what should happen instead of interrupting two interactions. Right. Okay. Then the second thing is integrate block scheduling, um, uh, for you know, our all access Brady members. We call this, um, patient reservation system. It's basically, you know, perfect day scheduling and stick to it. Uh, you have blocks for certain things throughout the day. And if you are not following some sort of block scheduling, you're just filling white space that's a whole nother issue. And you can go back and and listen to a a previous podcast about scheduling, but without proper scheduling, you run out of time to do those things that really contribute to our case acceptance and our patient uh, relationships, new patient interviews, proper financial arrangements, and, other
1: systems that make a difference in whether or not you get the opportunity to help patients. Well, and then not to mention when you have a kind of a controlled schedule like that, you can give your patients the attention that they deserve. And, you know, you simply can't be present when you create a schedule that you're distracted and you're not focusing on them that they're right in front of you. Right. So you've got to have a good schedule. Then next, revisit objectives with all of your your re-care patients. Okay. Should you have these conversations with those patients that have unscheduled treatment, just those people? Well,
0: I think we, uh, that's a great question. Really, I would do this with all patients. Sometimes we think, well, we just need to uh, you know, establish goals or, or find out what new patients want. Right, and then uh, we think recare patients that come through and have potential for treatment. If we do the same old, well, it looks like you still have those two crowns to do. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if, if they were ready, they have it done. And so mm-hmm. instead of that, with with those existing patients with unscheduled treatment, I would say something like. Yeah, I know that we talked about this six months ago, but I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Tell me what's most important to you. Yeah, other than a cleaning, what do you want to accomplish today? Uh, how proactive do you want to be? It's it's kind of revisiting those goals, and you know, put that pending treatment on the shelf just for a minute so that um, you know we're able to reestablish goals from the patient's perspective, give them give them ownership, and many times they'll come around and say, "I know I've got those." two crowns. I probably ought to go ahead and schedule that. Mm -hmm. So not just those that have penny treatment, even patients who uh, maybe have nothing unscheduled, I would do the same thing. Um, You know, tell me why you wanted to get your teeth cleaned today. What do you want us to focus on today? Uh, Yeah. There are going to be some things that maybe you had not thought about, or the doctor wouldn't even diagnose that the patient could be interested in. And Mm -hmm. so Uh, Don't look just through your glasses. Make sure that you seek to understand. You just might be surprised. Mm -hmm. Next, we want to make sure we're asking for referrals. Do this on a regular basis. This is stuff that when we get busy, we don't do. We're just reactive with it. And you've got to just get over yourself and get out of your comfort zone. Well, and you have a
1: wonderful circle of influence among your current patient base. I mean, just kind of say, you know, we might be too, afraid to even self-promote our practice or, you know, ourselves, but what a horrible thing that would be when you just, you missed an opportunity that you didn't even know was there. Um, and should patients be rewarded for being loyal? Absolutely. Yeah. We spend more resources, time and energy trying to
0: gain new patients in the dental practice than we do rewarding those who have mm-hmm. been loyal to us. And
1: there's something wrong with that picture. Okay. So let's recap today's podcast, Amy.
0: All right. So the four things, Number one, don't panic or react out of fear. Proactive, not reactive. That's right. Number two, come up with a plan in your morning huddle. Get on the same page and focus on what you can do today. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, think big picture. Don't, um, you know, it's it's real easy to just uh, forego the, the long-term game for both you or your patients by scrambling to throw something, if anything, into the schedule today. And the fourth thing is, again, don't miss the opportunity right in front of you. Right, right in front of you. We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, rate our podcast, and share it with your friends. From one goddess to another, this is Amy, signing off.